I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Suzanne. And we are best friends and business partners who understand how our lives and our work are intertwined. And we talk about the challenges that are up for us because just like you, we're trying to get better all the time. You know what, Suzanne, for years, you and I have had um, something that we do just as a matter of course, both of us, at least once a week, where young people call us. Uh, and for advice on their career. It could be something specific, like I'm up for a promotion, I need your advice on it, or just generally I'm stuck, I don't know what to do, or they're just entering their career. And it's so much a part of our lives that it just feels stupid that we don't have it on the show. Oh, yeah. And we've actually been wanting to do an office hours segment for a long time now. I'm not quite sure why we've waited until now to do it. Because we back and forth all throughout the week, we'll say, oh, you know, this problem came to us and we'll talk about it together, bitch about it, if it's something that we're annoyed about. But today on the show, we have a good one. We have a really good one because it's a former student of mine from my class at Kellogg. And I think you may have even met her. Did you meet Kimberly Nelson when I think, you were in? I think I did. I think I did. Yeah. Um, what, what I love about Kimberly coming in is she actually bid on the item of being on our show in a raffle to get office hours with us. Well, you know, if you're listening to this show right now, you don't have to bid on a raffle. You can just get on our Facebook page and tell us what the issue is you're grappling with at work. And, um, you could get on our show and have your life transformed in front of thousands and thousands of listeners. Right. So now I feel like the bar is a little bit high because of the raffle piece of this, but the office hours does come pretty naturally to us. So I'm excited. She's finally going to come by today. So um, let's just take a listen. So you're going to drop off because she's in my office and let's hear what her problem is. And hopefully we can, we can help her. I'm here in the studio talking to Kimberly Nelson, who was a student at Kellogg when um, I was teaching with Craig Wardman, and we're having sort of an office hours 
session with Kimberly today. It's just Kimberly and me in the studio. We're here today because Kimberly has some challenges, but professionally, she's about to face a very interesting situation at work, and we're going to try to help her with it today. And I think it's a challenge that a lot of people will relate to, and we're going to try to actually problem solve pretty much in real time today. So let's get you to share with us and with our listeners, just set up the situation you're about to go into, and then let's just dive into it together and see if we can get you set up to actually be not just prepared to go in. Is this happening next week, by the way, what you're about to describe? It is. Like a couple days from now? Yes. Okay. But to... Now I'm actually feeling nervous, like because <laughs> the stakes are high, but we're going to get you to not only be good, but to be the best person in that room next week. So let's get you set up. So describe for us and our listeners what's happening next week and, and what the challenge is. Sure. So I just graduated with my MBA. So I started off in this rotational program at a healthcare company. It's a really well-known program. Lots of very accomplished people, all post-MBAs, are in the program. And as part of the program, we have to network. And that's really, really encouraged. So from taking your class, I remember you always talked about breaking through, building your brand. And I think these networking opportunities that will be afforded to us as a result of being in this program is a great opportunity to do so. On the flip side, you're also trying to sell yourself because these people are really determining your future, for lack of a better word. I don't want to say dictating. Who are you networking with? Who's in the room when you're networking? So what's encouraged is to schedule coffee chats. So it sounds very informal, whereas, you know, an interview, you know, you're going to go in. There's going to be formal questions directly about you. You're talking about yourself, your accomplishments, et cetera. It's very formal. Coffee chats are informal, but you're meeting with really senior leaders. So, you know, really, I see it as twofold objective. One, you want to get to know them and be very genuine in that and authentic with your questions, but also find time to make your pitch, share a little about yourself, because they might not think to ask that in that coffee chat. It might be more about them. And you also, you know, want to make it a little about you, too, because they could be someone that you report to in the future. And does everyone in that room know what the game is? Yes. So in this rotational program, it's unique in that you get to chart your own course, choose your own adventure, they say. It's not that you're guaranteed exposition, exposition, exposition in each rotation. You really get to use this opportunity to your advantage. So with that comes a little bit of pressure Uh, You want to be different than your peers. You want to graduate from the top of your class, if you will. And you know we're all trying to do the same thing. So there's that underlying sense of competitiveness. Uh, So by interacting with people from these other business units, you are earning yourself an opportunity to really show yourself in a very small time period, 15 minutes, maybe a half hour if you're lucky, And they might not know that much about you because it's so early in your career, you haven't really established your reputation within the company. So set up the scenario that you're walking into. So let's get the scene set. Sure. So you take the initiative. You reach out to them. Sometimes, I mean, it's really cold, you know, but by saying I am in this program, I would love to schedule a coffee chat. Most of the time, from what I hear, they accept. 
So it is cold. They might not know anything about you, might not do any research. Of course, on the back end, I'm furiously researching them, understanding what they've worked on, uh, understanding the reporting structure underneath them. And then you show up to the coffee chat. And the them are senior. Yes. And how many of them are in the room? So really, it's just one-on-one. Okay. But you do this over and over and over again. Got it. So again, they don't know you. You mm-hmm. have this accomplished background that's not necessarily a part of this company. So how do you naturally mm-hmm. pitch yourself Again, because in an interview, it's a little more straightforward because we know why we're here. Whereas coffee chats, it's, hey, I want to learn about you. Hopefully, you want to learn about me. Hopefully, I leave a great enough impression that in the future, should I reach out, that I feel comfortable talking about a future you know, role or opportunity with your group. And you have one of these coming up next week. I do. And you assume, just to get the final setup, that they're doing how many of these in a given cycle? Well, assuming people are also taking the initiative, I would say the superstars are trying to do this. Sure. Just trying to take the bull by the Uh horns. Um, Maybe twice a quarter. Okay. From within this program. Okay. So you're being compared to about how many other people? Uh, Fifteen. Okay. All right. So, Kimberly, we've basically got you in a speed dating situation. You're in a group of peers, but you're speed dating with the senior people in your company, and you're about to have one of these speed dates next week, and we've got to get you prepared to really stand out and be memorable. So then when you leave the room, they're going to be thinking to themselves, not only in the moment, but even when they compare you to the other people that they're going to be meeting after you, they're going to remember Kimberly Nelson. You got it. You know, it's funny. I never thought of it that way, but you put that perfectly. Yes. Okay. I'll be speed dating. So let's do it. The most important thing in any of these situations is we have to know about them. Okay. I think people make the mistake in thinking first too much about themselves. Mm-hmm. Remember that a decent part of this engagement is going to be how they feel about themselves relative to you in that moment, Mm -hmm. right? So part of it is the Maya Angelou piece, right? People won't remember what you said. They'll remember how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. And so part of that is the empathy piece, right? How are you going to make them feel? Have you researched? Do you know who you're meeting with? And when I say do you know, I'm not just talking about going onto their LinkedIn, Yeah, I have asked people internally in the company. I've gotten some interesting feedback about their style. I think they're very direct and to the point. It's less about the fluff, which is a little intimidating to be going into. I'm not talking about the bullet points of their background or that. I'm saying I want you to try to find out at least one or two interesting things off-road things about them that could be pulled up in your mind as an interesting connection point with them, a hobby they might have, someone you might know in common, a trip they may have taken that you can bring up, something that will let you in the moment of truth connect with them in a way that they'll say to themselves, wow, I can't believe she knew that, or I can't believe she brought that up. And if you're masterful at that, it'll be a moment that will allow you not only to connect with them about something they're interested in, but it'll provide a gateway for you to say, because I also love to travel Mm -hmm. and, but that'll only happen if you've done that level of detailed homework. 
Is there any concern that they might be put off by the amount of intense background searching you may do on them? Would you be? No. I would I guess I would take it as they're very interested and right. uh congrats to them. Right. For- I mean Rachel should be in the CIA. We, we, <laughs> I, I, I'm not even joking. Okay. She can find out anything about anyone. So LinkedIn is your opening if if all you've done is gone to the LinkedIn page and Greg Latterman, who's at Kellogg, who's actually coming in here for a meeting at, at twelve thirty, and this is his mantra. If all you've done is gone to the LinkedIn page, that's that's not enough. Connect it to your curiosity about them. It'll also give you at least ten or you know less ways of points of entry where you can think to yourself, okay, I've got a list of five or ten things that I now know about this person. Of those five or ten things, can I identify two or three things that are gateways to things that will allow me to subtly but artfully bring up topics that I can also talk to that might elicit a connection about me? Because mm-hmm. remember, you're right. You are selling yourself. But that will sound authentic rather than pulling out of left field. Yeah, I scuba dive. <laughs> right. Right? Okay. So, for example... I. My, I have a son who's an investment banker and went to the business school at U of I. Are we interested yet? Okay, not so much. Right. Okay, right. Now, he happened to have done an internship in Tel Aviv at a tech firm. We're kind of interested, but still not so much. Mm -hmm. He is a certified scuba diver. We're getting a little bit more interested, okay? He used to leave all that stuff off of his intros and resumes Until he discovered that it was the one thing that when he would bring it up with someone, typically if he discovered that the other person either liked to travel or swim or scuba dive, like it would at least allow for a one or two minute conversation that was a point of connection. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you want that light up moment with them. Okay, so that's the preparation piece. So now let's start talking about you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now we've got to get to this matching system of the things you know about them and the things that you can uncover about yourself that might get us to this 
personal branding piece about Kimberly that you want to be the portable suitcase wherever you go that are the takeaways that someone in the hall will always repeat like, oh, I met Kimberly. She's okay. And the things we don't want to be repeated are business, graduate, Kellogg, healthcare. Right. It's not identifiable. It's not unique. Nope. So now let's start to uncover it. Let's go right to the three adjectives that if now, and again, this is not the moment because we're not on a podcast with thousands of people listening. Oh, right. We are. (laughs) Um, If we weren't on a podcast with thousands of people listening, and it's not as if Rachel's listening. Oh, right. She is. Um, Okay. It's just you and me in a room and we're alone. What are the three adjectives that you would love for someone to think about you and and repeat in the hallways? That I'm a sales and marketer at heart. Now, now I'm pressed to think of really standout things that aren't just. Do you see? I'm a you, great because you heard team member. I'm dependable, uh-uh. but that's no nope. pretty much like the rest of my peers. So is sales and marketer at heart, right? So how do we differentiate? How do we how do I get to the crux of the three? That's the outcome. You being a great sales and marketer is the outcome of another set of attributes, right? That is you're able to do that because of some other qualities that mm-hmm. allowed you to do that. So now go deeper in. Mm. Well, specifically, I'm a relationship builder. Okay. Even beyond that. You have to listen from my point of view. I'm listening to you. I'm now in the seat of the person who's having the coffee chat with you. And it's almost like I've got a little bell on the table. And every time you use an adjective that I've heard a thousand times, I'm going to hit and go, relationship builder. Ding. Okay. Uh, uh, Sales and marketer at heart. Ding. Okay. Keep going deeper. I'm extremely passionate about the healthcare space. Ding. Kimberly, here's what you're not doing. I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah. You're not going to the place where you're stripping down the all the things that people have told you not to say about yourself because you think it's bragging or you think it's not, you know, you think you're being too, you've been told to be more cautious than that or not to stand out or to be more humble. I'm actually asking you to tell me what makes you a serious, unbelievably special person. I have to think about this one. But how painful is that that you have to think about what makes you a special person? It's hard. Well, that that really differentiates you. Can I ask you, let me ask you a different question. Because let's go outside the realm of what will make you great at this job. I'm actually just asking you in the world, what would your husband, your best friends, what would somebody who really knows you well say, Kimberly is so unbelievably special because she's blank. And if they aren't adjectives about your personality, like she's such a good listener, she's so, I'm talking about like the stuff that makes your DNA so very unique from the person sitting next to you. I'm really an adaptable human. You can one thing that adaptable's I've been to, good. You did not hear my finger on the ding. Adaptable's good. 
Mostly because you can bring me into any room and I will learn to not learn to, but you can bring me in, into any room and I can make friends with people very easily. And Okay, st- full stop right there. How did that how did you get that way? I think I learned it from my parents. And why is that? How did that happen? Or what what circumstances created that? How I learned it? Why did you get it from your parents? Like under what conditions did that occur? I think it was ingrained in me from a really young age that you should always be an approachable person. And you just never know who you're going to cross paths with, right? And so to always, no matter who you're engaging with, to be an upbeat, friendly, outgoing human being. And was that ever hard for you when you were little? No. I think my parents had to rein it in a little bit, you know, I, re- um, but I was always very social, very, um, I don't know, I feel like I'm being vague. Because when I say, like, I'm a very loyal person that I, 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 I did you have a big I, family? Small family. So we were very, very close. Maybe I could even backtrack and say, I'm just a really deep thinker. And I really liked, ironically, get to the heart and have those really great heart-to-heart conversations. It's something that I know my friends and family. And did that happen around a dinner table? How did those, how did that deep thinking, deep conversation person emerge? Wow, we're really digging in here. We are. We have to. Yeah. I would say, I think it was always encouraged to talk about our feelings as a family and to be open with one another um, but it's funny. I was also really trained to be not trained, but raised to be very professional in my professional life that there was the professional hat and then you're more. Were your parents professionals? Yes, both were. Uh huh. What did your mom do? Uh, my mom was in sales and marketing at a healthcare company. Uh-huh. The same one I am now working at ironically. Okay. Can I just say? Yeah. That's an important point. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Does anyone else know that? Within... like, In other words, is that a known fact? Yes. I'm... Like a very well-known fact? Like, do they know you're her daughter? Oh, no. Okay. So, he- hello? Yeah. Well, and my dad also worked there, too, okay, ironically. Okay. Kimberly. Kimberly. <laughs> okay. I'm actually speechless. <laughs> yeah. They both worked there. It was a long time ago. I was... I, they met at the company. Okay. I don't even... I'm really speechless right now. <laughs> Okay, here's where we are. Let me tell you where yes. we are. Okay, number one, you are going to shock them with your level of self-awareness about why you are here. Why you are here at this company at this time. Why you are here. Emphasis on you and emphasis on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of people arrived at this place at this time in their lives unconsciously or as a path of least resistance, okay? They went to business school. They did this. They did that. They have all these fluffy words like they're a good sales. They're a people person. They're this or that. 
you are going to shock them with your level of clarity and precision and self-awareness about why you are here by telling them the story about the fact that you were raised in a family that was very clear about a couple of things. Number one, that you are always going to be somebody who is going to go around in the world trying to make authentic connections with people, Mm -hmm. that you are always going to be someone who was going to put their best foot forward and to try to make conversations that were deep and authentic and real. And part of the way that you learned that was by being raised in a family of professional parents who were doing the same, who learned that by working at this company. Your mother worked here. Your father worked here. The Mm -hmm. stories around your dinner table were stories that came from this company. And it is no surprise that you are here. Mm. And that even if as a child you weren't fully aware of the brand or what this company stood for, you realize that the values that you hold and the way that you go about your life as a professional, which were soaked in and ingrained into you, came directly from the values that emerged from this company. Mm. Now, without claiming the gender piece of this too much in the storefront window, you go at your mother. Mm -hmm. You say, look, as a woman, it is not the easiest thing to claim certain attributes and levels of confidence and levels of professionalism without having a role model. I happen to have had one in my home in the form of my mother. And where did she learn that? She learned that here. And that's why I'm here. Wow. Okay. You say that. You don't think I'm going to remember you? I'm going to cancel the rest of my fucking appointments. I don't even understand. You make it so simple. Okay. We're done. The only other question we have is how you get there. And what you have to do is you need to know that this is where you're going to end up. The roadmap is you're going to end with this story. I need you to practice telling it well. I want Mm. you to practice with your husband and other people getting into this story, which means that you need to know how to get into it so that you don't just put it out there in a way that feels light. You need to get into it the way I just told it. Got it. Can you do that? I can. Are you going to be willing to, to call us after this first coffee chat and tell us how it went? Only if it goes well, but yes. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Actually, if it, no, no, no. Actually, all, on the contrary, if it doesn't True. go well, we're going to prep you so that your next one does go, go well. well. So either way, you have my word. Yep. Okay, deal, deal. Okay, thanks, Kimberly. Thank you. Wow, Suzanne, that was really amazing. I listened to the conversation, and I'll tell you what struck me: that it, it, I just it just never ceases to amaze me. You were you were really landing on the issue that um, you know we we don't want to brag about ourselves that we're taught we're socialized not to do that, especially as women. But that I heard much more this false distinction that is that keeps us from being differentiated between 
professional and personal. Like, oh, oh yeah. you just you have yeah. right. You have to be professional and use professional. So the things that she said, you know, that she was prepared to say about herself were all dressed up and buttoned up and like, I'm a natural marketer. I'm passionate about healthcare, and it's just like yawn, yawn, because. The unique part of us isn't professional, it's personal. And guess what? It's all one thing. I, I think that we've been trained out of grabbing onto our, the DNA of our voices. And Absolutely. You know, there's, right, there's, there's a term, actually, I, I think it comes from either psychology or psychology, which is like our, our idioms. Like we're, we all have this natural voice characteristic that's distinctive. And I think that it's connected to the pieces of ourselves that we feel are deeply personal, like our stories, our histories, our families. And yet it's also the parts of ourselves that are the most interesting and memorable. And especially in this case, what was so amazing was that so crazy was also so deep. That's just so crazy. You know, you know what, Suzanne? What's so interesting is, because, and you and I go through this all the time when I advise people who are doing their essays for colleges, right? You want to put certain things in the storefront window, whereas the only memorable thing and the only thing that an admissions office is going to remember is the vulnerable fact. It's the it's yeah. the deepest personal fact that you've been socialized to dress up and disguise. Yes. You know, there was this great um, quick story from one of my students in, in my current class who said that she was recently meeting with um, a potential employer. And he was asking her about herself, and she was going on and on about all this phenomenal experience that she had and basically going through her resume. And she felt like she was losing him. And it wasn't until she mentioned that last summer she had taken an improv course at Second City. And all of a sudden, she used this phrase. She said, it was like the lights went back on. And all of a sudden, they reconnected as two people in a conversation. And she said, from that point forward, they were having this incredible conversation. And you're damn right that when she left the room, that's the thing that he was thinking about. And so I think that that's the big takeaway here is that if we really can recognize and grab on to that distinctive piece of ourselves, it might come in the form of, of our, our history, our, our connection to why we do the work that we do or why we're good at the work that we do and not feel some awkwardness around the personal nature of that. Right. And, you know, many interviewers, right, M many interviewers will ask this question for good reason, which is, what is a surprising fact about you that I might not know? That's a prompt to try to get deeper into the material that you would normally present. Yeah. Yeah, I just loved it. I, and I will say, I appreciate that once we recognize this this little storyline and nugget. I wish you could have seen her face. She really looked excited and relieved at the same time, like, oh, okay. And also, it was, it was amazing. It was like, what? I wanted to shake her by the shoulders, like, what? What? 
How could you not? I know. I wanted what I wanted to. What I was actually thinking was, oh, maybe she's hiding it because she feels its legacy gives her an advantage. But that wasn't it. It really hadn't occurred to her. I know. I know. I know. It's great. Crazy. So here's here's what's going to happen now. We've asked her to call us and tell us how this went, which we will share in an upcoming episode. So hopefully she did well. And if she didn't, I think we owe it to her to help her figure out why not. Well, so I think you owe her money if it doesn't work out, Suzanne. I think you personally owe her <laughs> a lot of money. So we'll hear from Kimberly in an upcoming episode as our follow-up, maybe our epilogue to Kimberly's office hours. And don't forget, if you're listening, that if you are going through something at work that you want advice on, hit us up on Facebook and you could get on the air. Rachel and I will be back on the next episode of The Big Payoff. The Lord sages hang out by the bar. Burn the pages of unwritten memoirs, but I can keep running away. If you like what you heard, you can find us at bigpayoffradio.com, on iTunes, on the ACAST app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. How can anybody have you lose you and not lose their mind too? How could anybody have you? How can anybody have you and lose you? How could anybody have you and lose you and lose their mind? Ding, ding, ding. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 